Hi, everybody. Welcome to An Evening in the Yachts podcast. Uh, it is a nostalgia-based uh, podcast where we discuss 2000s and 2010s pop culture. I'm M. I'm Kay. And today we are actually covering two Disney Channel Halloween episodes that heavily influenced our childhoods. Yeah, they're two of our favorite um, Yeah, Halloween episodes. Uh, the ones I don't really think that there are... are a ton more from other shows. I feel like mm -hmm. the ones that we are covering tonight are probably the most popular and they were really fun to rewatch because I yeah. love both those shows. Same. And may there is maybe one exception. Maybe we can do Lizzie McGuire another day, but I feel like oh, yeah. these two were probably the best ones. I'm trying to think if there are any other shows, but anyway, yeah. So today we are covering um, That's So Raven episode, Don't Have a Cow, and yeah. uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Ghost of Sweet 613 and we'll start off with um that's so raven um so it came out in 2003 the show ran from 2003 to 2007 um but this episode was in 2003 the first season what was happening to you in 2003 okay so let's think um i was six so yeah <laughs> pretty little <laughs> So when I was six um i think i was living large um i think i was uh i don't the thing is, like, I remember Lizzie McGuire being on TV. I remember, like, That's the Raven when it started. Like, I don't remember, like, watching this episode specifically, like, right when it came out. But oh, really? I don't know. If you're six, are you in first grade? What you, I don't know what. Um, I'm so just I'm, life. Oh, yeah. You're. <laughs> yeah. I think that's. Yeah. You were six. So, yeah. First grade. So, yeah. What do you know? Anything about what was happening in your life? What was it about? Anything? Do you remember? Um, you know, I think when I was six, I was pretty confident, pretty loud, and then I'm opposite now. <laughs> so, <laughs> or like yeah. you know, when you get older, you're like, I don't know, you feel more like, I don't know, less like sure of everything and stuff. But I feel like um, six year old me was pretty um, pretty happy. Um, I don't know what, what was in style at that point with six year olds, but uh, mm -hmm. what do you remember as an eight year old? What were you like at eight? Okay, so. Would I have been in third grade? Yeah. Okay. Third grade. So I had glasses at this point and I was um, starting to get chubby and I had bangs and I think flipped up hair. I think I had bangs like, too and flipped up yeah. hair. For, um, yeah. Just for picture day. Yeah. Just for picture day. Normally it just was brush and like kind of like a yes. longer bowl cut, but with bangs. And then yes. I, I had Mrs. Holt as a teacher. I don't, she's not going to listen to this. So no. <laughs> um, I liked her a lot. And then I had a crush on this boy named, uh, I won't say his name, not that he'll ever find this, but it's sort of the T. And I remember I had a crush on it, but I think I was wearing khakis this age. Mm -hmm. I think too, I had an LL Bean. Um, do you remember those LL Bean backpacks that had our initials on them that mom yeah, ordered? I and I think yours had a butterfly and mine had a turtle and it was like turquoise. Oh, how cute. Possibly. Yeah. I yeah. And Barely. so that's kind of, I kind of can remember sort of who I was. I think I just was trying to be really cool, but like probably shopped only at Old Navy and occasional limited too. But, um, yeah. and yeah, Target but yeah. was like, Target was special occasion because we had to travel so far to get to it because we kind of lived in the woods. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I was still pretty confident. I was pretty confident up until sixth grade. So, I think yeah, I was I think that I way too. Yeah, at this point, I was still having a lot of friends. I was um, <laughs> discovering I like, well, I always liked boys, I guess, since I was little. But like, like 
like kindergarten, but this one I like really had a crunch, a big, huge crunch. And yeah. yeah, but anyway, so yeah, with that, so Raven, um, it was one of my favorite shows. I, yeah. So I don't know that I just remember watching it and I loved it so much and I still love that's so Raven and it's been such a long time since I've watched it and it was, yeah, it was a nice trip down memory lane for sure. So. Yeah, this uh, weekend I was watching, like, I started that so Raven from season one and it was, it's really funny still. And I feel like they just don't make shows like that anymore and at least directed towards the youth. And like, I just yeah. feel it, Raven cool. is so funny. I like all of the characters and it was fun yeah. watching this over again. Yeah, I have a couple comments about how different sh Disney Channel shows, I assume, like how different they are now. I haven't really watched any, obviously, in a long time. But just from what I can see, and from knowing the youth's um, like stars, I just I'm I'm just I miss the olden days. So, but I yeah, also so feel like well, really oh, quick, yeah. I feel like from if you look at like that, so Raven and stuff, the cast they seem they looked more like normal and like yeah, average, like you that. and me, and yeah. now they're all like they look like Instagram influencers, like all the actresses yeah. and stuff, and it's like really yes. tiny, really like and like whatever. But I just feel like. It's just not the same. No, and I agree. Not as funny and just, yeah, not very good. Not very original or anything. Yeah, I agree. This was I, a golden age. It really was. I make some comments later on too. Like, I, I just, yeah, I agree. It really was refreshing. Looking back, like, I, I wish they were more like that now because I feel yeah. like it really just, yeah, it was more realistic and, you know, made me feel good. So, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So before we continue with the actual episode, because we'll be covering two episodes today, I'm just going to start with where the main stars of That's the Raven are now in the year 2020. So do you have anything to add or anything, any special facts or anything? Um, Not really. You can go ahead. Okay, like so I'll try to make it kind of quick. I have a lot of notes, but we'll start with Raven, Raven Simone. So, um, at, so first I want to say, too, I, when I was researching where Raven is now, um, one of like Disney Channel's like I don't know producers or like head people said that like they had like even Stevens and Lizzie McGuire before um, uh, That's a Raven, but really That's a Raven put Disney Channel on the map, and honestly, that's because of Raven herself. So I just yes. think she really she was a perfect lead for this. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, so she has since um, done a lot of stuff. She was on The View for a while. She claims she's getting residuals from The Cosby Show and hasn't even touched that money. So she's so rich and she's doing just fine. Um, she is currently on Raven's Home, which is a spinoff, a current day no. spinoff of That's the Raven on Disney+. Plus. I haven't watched it because I just don't, I can't bring myself to do that. And she's also an ex executive producer on it. Um, she has a, recur a recurring role on Blackish on ABC and was also on Broadway in Sister Act in 2012. Um, she's had some controversy or she's had some controversial uh, like comments on The View when she was on there and she received some backlash. I won't get into it, um, but she made a comment about black names and how she wouldn't hire somebody who had like a typically black name, you know, quote, whatever that is. And so she received some backlash, but she's coming out. She's like, okay, you know, I'm sorry. Um, and she also come out as a lesbian, which is great. And she got married to wife Miranda Mayday this year. And so I'm really happy for her because I think she's very confident in her sexuality. She said for a long time it was difficult um, because obviously like Hollywood doesn't really, I guess they're getting better, but for the longest time they did not accept um, gay people. And and they wouldn't accept her sexuality. But now she's happy and she's with her wife, Miranda, and she seems to be doing really well these days. 
Um, next we have Annalise Vanderpool, which is Chelsea. Um, so after Raven, that's a Raven, or even while she was on it, do you remember the Disney Channel games? I do. What year was that? I'm not sure. I think probably 2007-ish, maybe. No, yeah, maybe I, I, like 2000. <laughs> I don't remember. 2006, maybe. Maybe 2005. But either way, she's on Disney Channel games, which I think I remember it was kind of like uh, they would just be on teams, different stars from different shows. And so, um, yeah, she was on the red team, I guess. And she also was on Kim Possible. I think she was like on a, a sh like on an episode for it. I wasn't a huge fan of Kim Possible, so I don't really remember. Um, she did have a DUI in LA in 2006 and she was on probation for like a long time. She ended probation in 2010. So it was like, I think, she, yeah, it was a long time, but so she had a little bit of a bump in the world, you know, she was also in Bratz, the movie, which I haven't seen. And I think her big thing was she was on Broadway in Beauty and the Beast, which I, I remember. Know. Yeah. Do you remember um, her cameo in Vampire Suck? She played Anna Kendrick's character. Yes, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I remember seeing her in, like, lately. That was yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, so she did that. And, uh, yeah, she was in Vampire Suck, which I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen for a long time. And she's also Glinda in Wicked. And I think there were some other Broadway roles or, like, theater roles. Um, and then she guest starred on Shake It Up, which I was never a fan of that show. Um, and then now she's on Raven's Home with Raven. So I'm happy for that, too. Um, next, we have Orlando Brown, who is Eddie. So he has had not the greatest. I'll start, though. He was on Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off on Disney Channel, Suits on the Loose, the Proud Family movie. And later he was in, actually, in the recent-ish movie, Straight Outta Compton, he had a very, I think maybe an extra, as, a, as an extra, a very minor character. Um, he does have a son who is four, I believe now, which oh. is great. But he's had a rough go about it after That's the Raven kind of like in 2016, he was charged with domestic battery, obstruction of justice, a drug possession with intent to sell and possession of contraband in jail. Um, and he ran into more trouble with the law. And also, I didn't know this. I don't I guess Ra That's the Raven wasn't on my mind in 2018 or 2016. He got a tattoo of her on his neck. And then in 2018, he appeared on Dr. Phil and claimed he was the son of Michael Jackson, which there's no evidence to suggest this. And then this is um, a bit explicit. So if your child is listening, skip ahead 30 seconds, I guess, or if you're under the age of 18. Um, in January 2020, he claimed that Nick Cannon had once, quote, had once performed fellatio on him while dressed as a woman, end quote. Nick Cannon denied it, but he did agree. He said, like, openly, like, he thinks uh, Orlando Brown needed help, whatever that means. So... You know, Orlando Brown's not doing so hot. You know, hopefully he's getting the help he needs. And then we have Kyle Massey, who played Corey. Um, he also is known as Massey because he's like a rapper. He had a spinoff um, on Disney Channel titled Corey in the House, which I didn't really watch. Did you watch I that? I watched it. I did. It was only it ran for like one season or something. It had some funny parts. Um, I didn't like the storyline, though, because like the mom didn't want to come back for some reason or something happened. Yeah. So the, her excuse was that she was in England going to school or something like that. Where was Raven? Did she, has she graduated or something? Yeah, she was just, you know, like being an adult somewhere. So, uh, yeah, so Victor and Corey moved to the White House. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. know. It just... Uh, it was actually kind of funny, but it only lasted for one season. So I don't think he's doing that well. Also, Kyle Massey's brother was in Zoe 101. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. So he actually is doing pretty decently. Like, he has steady work. Like, he was in the movie Life is Rough. Do you remember that? And oh, yeah. then he's on Fish Hooks, which I think is still happening on Disney Channel. So I think it's like an animated 
series for kids. Um, And then he appeared on several movie soundtracks for Disney Channel. He was also on Dancing with the Stars in 2010. And he finished as a runner-up, which is great. But yeah, and then his brother uh, played Michael Barrett in Zoe 101, which I'm sure we'll cover someday. So So pumped to do that. So excited. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I only covered those um, four cast members because they're like the main ones of the show. But yeah, so now we can get started on Don't Have a Cow. Okay, so let me grab the... Sorry, my computer just like. Okay, so I'll read the. It's from IMDb. Their um the f- summary. So, Raven and Chelsea, in an attempt to stand out at a big Halloween party, play around with an old magic spell book, hoping it, it will inspire them to create great costumes. However, the spell goes awry and causes the two to turn to cows, not what they had in mind. Yeah. So. Um, so it's 2003. We open with very, I noticed very fuzzy shots of San Francisco of the Golden Gate Bridge to show that Raven lives in the beautiful city by the bed. (laughs) So, but she lives there. So what? She lives, okay, so Victor is, he owns a restaurant, correct? Mm -hmm. Like he, or is Mm -hmm. he just a chill girl? So, Uh, yeah, I think he owns it, right? I, I think so. It's his restaurant. But, like, San Francisco is really expensive. And they live in, like, a house. Like, an actual house. Not, like, a townhouse. Oh, it's a very anymore. nice house. Yeah. So, I know. you know, is it realistic? Just, like, the full house house. Like, <laughs> is that realistic? I know. Too? I don't know if maybe in the 90s it was different for full house. Uh, I, I'm sure it's always been expensive. So, I think it's just wishful thinking that anybody could have a house in San Francisco. Because I know it's, like, almost impossible now. It is but. impossible. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we open with shots of San Francisco and we see that they're at school right now. And so um, uh, Eddie, who is Orlando Brown, comes up and he's like, guess what, you guys? Ah, guess something what I have. Or no, what he say? Like, guess what's new with me or something. And then Raven's like, oh, you have confidence to wear rock a man purse? <laughs> because he's holding like a little pouch that looks like a jack-o'-lantern. And inside he actually has an invite to Raven's enemy, Alana's party, which is the party of the year, according to Raven. Yeah, and Alana's played by Adrian Bailone, who um, was in Cheetah Girls with Raven and also dated uh, Robert Kardashian. Exactly. I remember he <laughs> cheated on her and he regrets yeah. it to this day. She's now she's happy. The Kardashians. Oh, really? She's, yeah, she still is. But um, Yeah, she anyway, was the she's best worried. thing that ever happened to Rob and he just threw it out, threw her out. Yeah. So. And so then Eddie, yeah, Eddie's like, or I don't know what you said. You said like, she asked about the, it's an imitation, the little pumpkin thing. And Mm -hmm. then they're like, Eddie, how did you get that? Because like, Alana hates Raven and Chelsea. And um, he's like, I got connections. And then the character Muffy comes up and like hits him. It's it's this tall, muscular girl who has a crush on Eddie. No, that's not Muffy. Muffy's the other girl. Oh, what's her name? The other girl's name. I forgot. But yeah, so she likes um, Eddie. And so he's like, I mean, this is my ticket in. And she seems to be the nicest out of the group. Muffy seems yeah. awful. And then Alana is Alana. So, <laughs> but, um, oh yeah. And I did like that. I thought the girl who liked um, Eddie was funny and she lightened the mood. Um, and then I just was noticing too, like I was looking at like the makeup and the clothes, like Alana has multiple butterfly clips in her hair. Like um, I'm pretty sure she's wearing like tops that like, like you can kind of find out Ross if you know if you know what I'm talking about like that kind of like look yeah like it's like they're kind of like they're kind of drapey and then it's like 
they're always kind of like an earthy tone, like a muted purple. Anyway, and then well, like I the just Disney said to channel, the Disney oh, yeah. Channel costume designers have a pattern of like overdoing it. I feel with the costumes they pick for these like most of the girls <laughs> like yeah. for all the shows and maybe like, not chelsea from- though i feel like chelsea's pretty toned down um, no she has some pretty like i guess you'd call them trendy looking things but mostly raven her outfits are like really over the top but i always loved them when i was little like i thought they were so cool and i wanted to be her yeah um and i just have raven is so talented because she really just she knows the camera okay she's like she really just like just kisses the camera i guess and then yeah i have realistic bodies and makeup because mostly i was just feeling like raven and chelsea are so like normal looking which yeah it was very nice to think about like they're not super thin like which is fine but like i just i just thought it was a nice like change to see somebody more realistic on screen yeah someone that looks like me someone that you could see like just looks like your friends and isn't what you see yeah. now on social media and stuff like not or, super like, old and they don't have like a ton of like perfect makeup or like you know what i mean like they just look really normal and i really liked that um and then we have the theme song which i realized i could sing it from memory so i'll only i'll just only do a little bit let's go you can gaze into the future <laughs> that's all i'll do because i don't want to get sued but <laughs> Um, I do miss the theme song very much. It's really so, catchy. It's really good. Yeah. And then you see all the montage of all the crazy stunts they get into. Um, but yeah, so the theme song ends and it's like, that's me. And now it's time for the chill girl. So she, uh, Raven and Chelsea are sitting um, at a table and then Victor comes out and he's like, here are your burgers, you guys. And they're talking about the party, Ilana's party, which they were not invited to. Yeah. And it's revealed that, um, Alana is having her party at the chill grill and Victor's like, Oh, like you'll be there and stuff. And Raven's like, actually we weren't invited. And then Victor says, do you want me to cancel it? And then she's like, no, it's okay. But honestly, if I was Raven, I'd be like, yes, cancel it, Victor. (laughs) I know. Well, and I also mean, well, he probably thought that they were going because he says, what? You weren't invited? Even the nerds, the dweebs, the doofuses, and, like, of course, the laugh track of, like, uh, and <laughs> so then, um, but, yeah, I think probably he just thought they'd be invited because maybe he just doesn't know. I don't know. He probably just accepted it, and he probably, you had Alana paid a lot of really good money. Um, well, actually, he says that his, because it's Halloween, he says that his manager is going to, like, take charge because he usually goes out to trick-or-treat with, like, Corey. Oh, yeah. So, Okay, so then they are like, no, we're not invited. And then um, Chelsea, like, takes a bite out of her burger. And she's like, like, who knew being, like, this burger could be so good? And then they, like, find out that she's eating Raven's burger. And it's, like, an actual, like, she's eating a cow. (laughs) eating. And, like, it's so obvious that the prop burgers only have lettuce on them. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I did because it's like you don't even see the patties, but yeah, because it's like it's just like they don't, you know, how they fake eat it, like, oh, this is so good and stuff. Yeah. So, like, but yeah, they switch burgers, and Chelsea's a vegetarian. Um, there are a lot of other really great episodes. Didn't she go to veggie camp in China? I have no idea, but I remember, when I think she I remember was, that um, from an episode when Chelsea was like one episode where she liked this one guy and it was the Phil from Phil of the future. And he was oh, like, yeah. I'm a vegetarian too. And then it turns out he was like eating ribs at the chill girl. And <gasps> yeah, so doesn't Raven catch him and she's like, how dare you Chelsea? Yes. This is better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll have to rewatch that. 
Are there any? Maybe we could cover it. holiday, like maybe holiday uh, episodes later on for Craig Christmas. Or yeah, or whatever no, holiday you celebrate. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so Chelsea ate the meat. I just have to say too another thing about how natural everybody looks. I like Annalise Vanderpool's nose. Yeah, it's it looks it's different, or you know, it's just it looks more real. And I wish that yeah. people would do that more now because everyone looks so made up. You can have filters on like videos and stuff and it's just i really don't like it i don't like what people do now yeah same i want people to look normal again but yeah so chelsea's really distraught that she ate meat so then they just go back to raven's house um in the meantime we see uh cory he is strolling down in like a muscular bodybuilder um outfit for his costume which was in the opening credits for him Mm -hmm. and uh victor comes out he's supposed to be i think dr frankenstein um and he's like, are you ready to ch- trick-or-treat? And Corey's like, Dad, I don't think I want to trick-or-treat with you. He has to break it down gently to him because he wants to go. What was his friend's name again? The rem- who, played, who so, was dressed as a remote? Yeah, Corey wants to go with William, who's dressed as a remote control. And Corey's also supposed to be like 10 or like 9 at this point, which is oh, kind of weird. like weird. Like, we always went trick-or-treating with like dad and mom too but like i thought it was well they were more there for like they were more there to make sure we didn't get kidnapped kind of you know what i mean like but they live in san francisco so don't you think you'd want to go like even just to chaperone like i would just let them like leave. oh i know i agree like i i I don't know maybe i'm too um paranoid but like i feel like at least i'd watch from a distance or something i don't know i would too but yeah yeah, so bad for the dad because he's like yeah like uh, dad victor I want to go like by myself with just William this year. And then Victor's really sad. Cause like, I guess, <laughs> I guess also he like Victor trigger treats too. Like he gets candy too, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, I have a question about that later. Cause I'm like, who would give oh, an too. adult candy? Like if it, an adult person came to my um, front door, I'm like, what are you, why are you? No, like I'm not giving you candy, but yeah. yeah. So, and I also have a note too, like on Disney channel, every single like, I think every every house I've seen on there, at least that it's like a set, is a, so colorful. Like I feel like I don't know. It's like every house, even on Nickelodeon too. Every house mm-hmm. on like a set is so colorful. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah. So this is when uh, I just have a thing. Like Corey's like, I'm a big kid now. We need to have a talk. And the and Victor's like, Tanya. He thinks it's the talk, as in the sex talk. Lol. So, um, but yeah. So he's ready to let go, and it's, yeah, it's hard to let go of a son. And then yeah, William shows up. And then Tanya shows up. She's dressed as, I think, Igor, right? Who is uh, uh, Dr. Frigatai's assistant. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, good for them. They're having fun together, ready to take on Halloween together. Um, yeah. But yeah, so do you have anything else to add? No. So uh, next we go up to Raven's room. It looks like she lives in the attic. And I always loved her bedroom. Like you said before, it's really colorful and really cool. Like has a lot of like lime green and pink and purple. I thought that yeah. was so cool. And Chelsea Same. is wearing um, a pin with a picture of a cow like crossed out. And she's like reciting a poem about like cows or like how she ate a cow. She's Do you know what really... the poem was? Did you, did you write it down? No, <laughs> did you? I, mean, I, either. I think it was how was it how now brown cow? I don't remember, but I do remember what that one episode. This reminded me when they were trying to save that one tree. She was trying to save it, so she was sitting on top and she sings on top of old Oki. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Sometimes I just randomly think of that song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Raven is like 
I don't know. She's not really impressed with that. But then um, she's like, uh, okay, so she goes through her like stuff to find a spell book because apparently Raven's grandma is also psychic. Do we already know this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I okay. don't know. Yeah, I think so. I don't really remember. I, I think her family doesn't know she's psychic, right? Um, the grandma or, or Raven? They? No, they know that Raven's uh, psychic. Oh, they do. Oh, then probably yeah. they know the grandma too. I just have one okay. thing too. Chelsea's wearing long cargo pants. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah, expect so, anything else? <laughs> no, I was like really looking at their wardrobes because yeah, Raven has more, a lot more color and like she wears like really like embellished jeans and then Chelsea wears like more muted stuff and she wears, yeah, cargo pants. So, yeah. but yeah, so they find a book of spells and in it, it's like a ton of different ones and it's like, <gasps> a wishing spell you can wish for whatever you want and chelsea's like let's go do it so they go downstairs and they have a little cauldron and some of the Where did stuff they get is, the cauldron oh i don't know was it a hall i don't know if it was like a halloween prop or something who knows you know but like but you need like one that isn't plastic you need one that's like stone or like metal or something so i don't oh, know maybe it was the grandma's like maybe they found it maybe they found it in the chest I guess, but it's like witchcraft, I guess. Is that bad or like <laughs> No, it's fine. Um so oh yeah, so then they need a feather of a bird, three stones, and then one single strand of a maiden's hair, and then it's like an LOL like kind of child humor of like Chelsea look chocolate furniture and she's like, Where? And then Raven rips out a strand of her hair to put into the potion. Um Oh, and then they start reciting this spell, which I don't remember what it was, but it's like, oh, we didn't say the magic words. And then Chelsea's like, please and thank you. And it's like, oh, LOL. But they say the spell and then they're like, we wish that we could be invited to Ilana's party. Yeah, and then they so, immediately yeah. get a call after from Ilana. Her wig looks terrible, but she's on the phone and she's like, looks hypnotized. And she's like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I want you to come to my party. And I forgot Muffy, her best friend, is annoying and is, like, thinking it's weird that she's acting that way. But anyway, yeah. so they hang up. And then um, Raven is like, okay, let's also ask, like, in the potion or the spell, they want to be the most popular girls at the party, have the best costumes. And it works again or, like, it, you know, sputters or whatever, the potion. And then the pin with the picture of the cow falls into the cauldron. Eerie music plays. And then oh, they're yeah. like, let's go get our costumes ready. And they go upstairs. And uh, Well, really fast, I just have to say, why does Muffy always have a cardigan draped around her shoulders? I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> but she, yeah. I feel like oh, Disney yeah. Channel back then, like, I liked their depiction of, like, mean girls. Because they did every yeah. type of mean girl. But, like, exaggeration of it. And I really liked it. Because they don't really do that anymore. Probably because, like. I don't know, they think people will be offended or something, but, like, I just think it's so funny how they're over the top. I really like Thoughts of Raven and all their characters. I'm just going to keep saying that forever. Yeah, um, and they, so they wish, too, that they have, yeah, they have the best costumes, that all eyes will be on them, and that they'll win. So they're, like, yeah, like you said, they have to go upstairs and get their costume ready. So they're upstairs. I thought it was cute. Like, they're in their robes, and they have their hair up in towels and just getting ready, you know, like real friends do. Um, Raven pulls up a costume that looks like a nurse outfit with a heart on it, and so Chelsea was like, what is it? And she's like, a queen, the queen of hearts. And I'm like, Raven, you can do better than that. I know you can. Um, and then her towel on her head falls off, and Chelsea sees that Raven has cow ears. Honestly, and they I don't look that say, bad. No, um, they don't. I have another, this is one of my favorite episodes, but I remember too. Do you remember the other episode was when Raven thought Chelsea and, and uh, Eddie were dating secretly? Oh, because they were practicing dancing or something. Yes, I loved that episode so much. 
Because she pretends to be, she pretends to be a plumber, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you say, know what? Comedic my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite episodes is the babysitter one. Do you remember that one? Oh, can you refresh my have- memory? Yeah, so um, they have, like, an old babysitter that they used to have, but they, like, played a prank on her when they were little, or, like, they blamed her for eating this cake, and so she got fired. But then she comes back to, like, babysit them, and then she, like, terrorizes them, and then they, like... <gasps> Do you remember that? No, I have to watch it. Oh, it's been such a long time. Just Dang watch it. it. I'll have it's to really watch good. it. It's really good. But, yeah, so she has cow ears, and then Chelsea realizes, like, wait as i have to sit down and take this all in and she sits on her tail and they panic and they have tails and they both have ears and i just said i truly love this episode but so they're so like they're panicked now because they're turning into cows and they need to figure out why so they go downstairs but we see first eddie is in the kitchen and he's just eating the thing in the cauldron just like eddie just go around (laughs) eating random things and he's like tastes like feet and he keeps eating it and it's like it's oh did he say beef or feet feet Oh, I thought I said beef. Um, oh, but yeah, he's dressed like a <laughs> wizard. And so then, uh, but then it's always like the thing, this is like, <laughs> I always wanted to do this when I was little of like pretending that you're up to, like pretending that, um, like when you're, like when you're with a friend and you're lying to somebody and it's like, you have to be like how, like awkward and like, oh, hi, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I always wanted to yeah. do that with a friend. Like I always wanted to be in situations like shenanigans like this. But yeah, so um raven's like oh hi how's it going and then he's like hey guys are you gonna come to the party with me i heard you got invited and then all of a sudden raven starts mooing um because now it's like they're fully becoming cows and so he finally leaves because they're like get out of here get out of here and he asks to borrow the spell book as part of okay so he's yeah dressed as a wizard for his costume then he's like can i take this spell book he'll like match my costume but that's a very very precious cargo i would not let him take that like i don't know why raven did that I think they were just panicked because they didn't want him. They didn't want him to see that they were turning into cows. I guess. But anyway, so then they um, Raven and Chelsea go over to the cauldron and they find the cow pin. And then Raven's like, oh, like, or she's like, did you know this happened and stuff? And Chelsea's like, no. And then Raven's like, why don't you wear a Halle Berry pin? Lol. I love and so then, funny. yeah. And then so they're dealing with that. And then Corey and William come back from trick or treating. It was not a success because William's costume set off every car alarm and home security system in the hood, and they only got mints. They, didn't they get got candy. mints, and, and they got three pennies that people were throwing at them, which I, was- <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, and so then Tanya comes in because Tanya and Victor had gone trick or treating on their own, and they somehow got a ton of candy. I don't know if this was a lie, maybe they put on for the kids because I would never give adults candy. I wouldn't give teenagers candy if they came to my door. I would tell them to get the hell out of my porch. But it's like because you're too old for this. I don't know how they got it, but they so then they're like, "Well, we got a ton of candy," and Corey's like. Um, can we have some? And so then Victor pours it on the table and it's like, it looks like it's all just like the same, like from a, a giant bag you get at the store. And then Corey's like, hmm, tastes different. And Tanya's like, is it because you didn't go with your dad? He's like, no, it's sugar free. Sugar free. <laughs> so, um, but now I think he just realized like, Corey's like, yeah, you know, I probably should have gone with my dad, blah, 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 like traditions with my dad. And it's like, I under- well, it's okay, though, to go with your friends and not your parents. I just, yeah, I do think it's good to have a parent at least following from a distance so no one gets murdered or anything. Especially in San Francisco. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, also, I don't know. Be suspicious of adults asking for candy, especially like in the city. That's true. <laughs> I guess like if, they, if I saw adults asking for candy with like not 
with other children, but at the same time, I'd be concerned. Yeah. But yeah, so then they're like, let's go. Come on. Um, what's this? Is this friend's name Wade or William? It's William. <laughs> I, thought, well, I thought he said Wade. I'm just deaf. But he's like, don't touch oh. yourself. LOL. Do you remember the, I, I think William is in this episode too. Another really good episode is, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot the song, but it, it's like a boy band song that they make. Uh, <gasps> boys in Love Motion? In Motion. Yeah, Boys in Motion or something, right? Uh, we are the boys in motion. We give you our devotion, boys. I think that's how it goes. Oh, no, <laughs> I no, remember that. And Raven dresses up as one, right? No, okay, this is a different episode because remember oh. when they like, Corey and his two friends make a band and then they have that one girl as a lead singer and they have a little crush yes, on her. Yes, yes, yes. But what yes, song yes. is that? Okay, I'm going to find it and I'm going to post it on our Instagram page. Okay, I yeah, really I think I know what you're talking about but I don't remember the song. You do. It's been so long. Okay, so then um, we go to the chill grill and Raven and Chelsea... Say, but the music is like, um, dance. Dance now, dance. Like, it's it's like a very now CD. Like, now that's what I call music, dance song. <laughs> like, it's very early 2000s. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah, and uh, Raven and Chelsea are in the chill grill. Also, okay, so their tails are showing and then they have, like, their faces look more like cows, they have ears, but they're also dressed in their normal clothes. Like, they didn't even, like, try to change in, like, to a costume which i thought was weird like well, they're they wearing their school clothes because they already like they already have like the rest of their costume so they probably were like oh, we don't need to because we're already cast because <sighs> they yeah, they come back because they need to get the spell book from eddie to change the spell back um yeah. so they're trying to find eddie and it's like where is he and so we see like um chelsea starts to eat this guy's farmer hat made of straw because they're just being taken over as um uh, cows and Raven's like, stop it, Chelsea. You are a human being. And then Chelsea's like, but it tastes delicious. And then she starts. Um, then they start getting hooves instead of hands. So they're trying to find it. And Chelsea starts drinking up uh, the punch from the punch bowl like a trough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Raven, she's like, where'd you get the gum, Raven? And Raven's like, it's not gum, it's cud. And so it's just her becoming disgusting of their becoming cows. What is cud? Um, I always thought it was like really chewed grass. Let me look it up. What is? <laughs> how do you spell it? What is? Cut? Ew! Oh wait, no, 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 no. Because you know how go- how they have like four stomachs. No. Yeah. <laughs> or no, how many they have? <gasps> oh, okay. Partly digested food returned from the first stomach of ruminants to the yeah. mouth for further chewing. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. gross. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so like it's they're just slowly becoming cows, and they find they find Eddie, and he has the book, and so they're trying to open it, but uh, Chelsea's eating the book, which made me so frustrated and annoyed. But then all of a sudden, like they have to turn to the stage because it's uh, the time for the um, the costume thing. So Muffy's up there, like the awards, um, and Muffy, what is she supposed to be? I honestly forgot, like a witch or something. Also, all of their costumes are very like. Um not revealing and i know they had to do that for disney channel but like i just thought that was kind of funny how like they're very covered up like everyone is just like extremely covered up yeah i think she's supposed to be like a witch or something well and so no one will listen to her and so then the other friend who likes eddie was like hey everybody be quiet and this reminded me of a personal story which i would like to share that i am embarrassed myself so um we used to have like when we were teenagers there would be like like it was like a church thing of where you would go to like everybody your age would go to this giant thing like a dance kind of and so I had to be in charge of it and I remember everybody was like eating and it was like in a giant like hall kind of thing and so I was trying to get their attention and so then I did this because no one was listening I'm like can you guys 
please listen to me. And they stopped. And then I was, I realized like, why did I do that? And then one of the older people, like the adults was like, you know, good job taking charge. But I felt so embarrassed. I sounded like that. It was so embarrassing. But that reminded me of that moment. I think I was um, 16. I'm just, I'm not a very uh, commanding or like my voice is not very like commanding or anything. And no one listens to me even when I like, am leading a meeting or a baby shower or something like that. Like I'm trying to I just had I have had so many like instances like that where I have to host something or I have to be in charge or like lead a meeting or something and no one will listen to me. And I don't know if my voice just and also if I make my voice louder, it just gets more like high pitched and shrill. So I feel like mm-hmm. people don't want that. They want like a deep booming voice. <laughs> I don't have that sometimes. Like so it's just kind of uh it is frustrating and I understand Muffy's pain, I think. Yeah. More than most. Yeah. So then she starts to read off the thing and she's like, oh, we know Alana will win. So we'll, just, we'll start with the second place. And she's like, second place is Alana. And Alana's like, she starts speaking Spanish really fast and she's so angry. And she's like, I got, or I got second place. Who went first? And it's like, Raven and Chelsea. And then we turn to look and um, there are actual cows now with wigs on. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, they had ana- I saw they have animated mouths, which I feel like was pretty good for 2003. But well, I love um, I love like uh, when animals are dressed up in human clothes. Yeah, it's adorable. But, and cows um, are cute. Yeah, cows are really cute. But um, anyway, so they're just like, let's make the most of it. Let's like milk it, <laughs> and then it turns out that this whole like situation was a vision that raven had um right before chelsea yeah right before chelsea like takes a bite out of the burger so she's like wait chelsea like don't eat that my dad accidentally switched the burgers like that one has meat in it and then she's like chelsea's like oh my gosh can you imagine like what would have happened if i'd had that like if i ate meat and then like raven's like oh you don't even know and then chelsea says like don't have a cow or something like that and then yeah yeah well, and i forgot too like i forgot that was the case it is like alice in breaking dawn if you want to listen to a breaking dawn it is uh on our uh, all the where our podcast is um but uh yeah so then i wonder what they ended up doing for halloween instead i'm assuming they didn't end up going to ilana's thing because that means they'd have to get the spell book out so yeah but um but yeah so and then it goes back to their house and i said they really do have a nice house i guess victor makes pretty good money at the restaurant i guess yeah and then so then the adults are like in their weird halloween voices like um the children are asleep what do you think we should do and i was like is this their sexy talk bleh but then i realized this is disney channel of course it's not and so they're like candy let's eat candy and i was like adults they're just like us kids and that's all i have to say about that episode anything else to add uh, no, I just, I really like that So Raven. Um, I'm going to keep watching it this week, but I'm more excited for um, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody episode we're about to recap because I think it's my favorite of like all time, maybe of like all the Disney Channel Halloween episodes yeah. and it's I a top like Sweet a Life episode too. But um, so do you have any like background about this episode or like the show before we like start recapping it? Well, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing I did with the main cast members. So first of all, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody ran from 2005 to 2008. Something I want to know, I think they broke, made this exception with Sweet Life of Sweet Life on Deck, which I never watched. But 
I'll I don't know if you've noticed this, but when I was looking on for both That's a Raven and Sweet Life, and I think Lizzie McGuire, like I remember hearing that series on Disney Channel were only allowed to have a hundred episodes max, which is like yeah, a maximum three seasons. Like four, yeah, which I think is so stupid. Maybe yeah. okay, maybe that because maybe it like prevents it from going bad or something. But anyway, but yeah, so we'll start off. This is the Ghost of Sweet Six, uh, Sweet. 613 and this came out in 2005 so this is two years after that so raven episode came out so i was 10 i was eight so i remember this one a little bit more yeah same. i think so i would have been in fifth grade and so i was 10 i think this is when a really gauchos came to be in my life um yes uh i remember oh we'll talk about the fashion choices in this episode as well um, but yeah, I love. I did love this episode a lot. It's my favorite one. Esteban was my favorite in this episode. I love Esteban. I love Arwen too. But me too. But yeah, so we'll start off really fast with just how where everybody is now. Not everybody, but the main characters. So we'll start with Cole Prouse. Cole Prouse. Cole Sprouse, who played Cody. So after uh, the Sweet Life Zack and Cody wrapped, he was in the spinoff, The Sweet Life on Deck, which I mentioned before. I never watched it because I just. I don't know. I just didn't like the. I just didn't like it anymore. Really, like they got too I old. Didn't I, I didn't watch it either. I didn't really watch it. I didn't think it was too old. I think I just was like sad that they were like changing it, and I was also sad that Maddie Ashley Tisdale wasn't going to be in it because I just oh, like the like original lot? people. No, yeah. but I just liked having like the original people. I hated change, so <laughs> I hate See. when like they did that. Well, so after that happened, he actually got a lot of fame. I think currently now he is very famous as his role of Jughead in the popular TV series of Riverdale, which I only watched the first season. So I watched like, I think the first two seasons and then I got terrible and everyone makes fun of Riverdale now before it was like really oh, cool really? and like actually good. Everyone makes fun of it because it's so ridiculous and they always what have they like say musical about numbers. It? Oh, they, they just do. think it's stupid. The storylines are so dumb. Um, have you seen that like one meme or clip of like uh, what's his name, AJ Kappa? Um, his character is like, obviously you don't know the highs and lows of high school football or something like that. Have you ever seen oh, that? Meme? I think I have. It's possibly ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's so dumb. Yeah. And the guy he's talking to is like, no, I had to drop out of school when I was six, and I had to help. I had to push drugs to like save my nana or something. Oh, no. And it's just a ridiculous writing. It's terrible. It's CW, so like, what can you expect? But um, okay, yeah, yeah so, I've only watched the first season. Honestly, I think all of them just are like waiting for their contracts to end because I don't think Cole Sprouse really cares for the show or like Lily yeah. Reinhardt. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, so he's doing that right are now. They, yeah, I was gonna say. So he was dating co-star Lily Reinhardt, who plays Betty. Are they still together or no? No, they broke up. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was also in the movie Five Feet Apart that came out in 2019. It's about a cystic fibrosis patient who falls in love with a girl who has the same disease. Did you see that movie? No. <laughs> Did you? It's, it's kind of like a, but like a different, like an off-brand fault in our stars, I assume. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also this is something interesting too. Um, I, so he also has starred in and produced an eight part podcast titled Baraska, which is based on a no sleep story on Reddit, which I actually have read and it's very good. I didn't realize they had, uh, had, had, um, a podcast, a podcast for it. So it's on a subreddit called no sleep on Reddit, which is where people write scary stories, but it's oh. very good. So if anybody wants to want, it is a little bit, um, 
triggering. So maybe just you know, keep it in mind. But yeah, anyway. And then he's also a photographer. Like, I guess he's shot up for a lot of magazines. And then do both he and Dylan have that Instagram account where if someone, they catch people who take, try to take pictures of them? I have no idea. But I just know that Zach, like, or Dylan Sprouse, he owns like a brewery or something like yes i have yeah so that's all i have for cole so let's move on to dylan so he plays zach the cooler of the twins um he was also in sweet life on deck um he was in a film called dismissed in 2017 and a short film called daddy and a chinese film called i think it's called toronto i'm not sure but that's what it looks like to me um he was also in films after and then after we collided, which I haven't heard of any of those films. I no. found out he has a comic book called Sun Eater. And yeah, he owns his own like brewery. It's called a meadery though. It's in New, in New York. I think it's in Brooklyn and it's called All Wise Meadery. And he's also dating Barbara Palvin, who is like a Victoria. Isn't she like a Sports Illustrated model or something? Uh, no idea. I honestly, is she, I think she is a Victoria's Secret model. I feel like people don't really care about that anymore. <laughs> No, because like Victoria's Secret is not very inclusive. It's terrible. Yeah. It's overpriced garbage, but anyway, it is. I won't get into that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that would be no, I used to shop there all the time because I thought it was yeah. so cool. Um, we should talk about that sometime because it's terrible. Terrible then, terrible now. But anyway, keep it's okay. You can keep trying. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that's kind of it for him. Next is Ashley Tisdale. I'll try to go fast because she actually has like the most, I feel like, to her background. I guess Brenda Song does too, but so Ashley Tisdale plays Maddie. So right after this, she started in High School Musical Sharpay, which we will definitely cover. Um, and that kind of like really everybody who was in High School Musical, like, well, I would say more so Zac Efron, probably the most. That sprung him on to like fame and stardom. But it did help Sharp or Ashley Tisdale out for a little bit. So remember how we went, they went on tour for the concert. I remember how we went and we saw them, the High School Musical cast in concert. Mine is Zac Efron. It was Drew Seeley. Um, yeah, he, exactly. He was, cause, he was doing hairspray. Yeah, which amazing again. But <laughs> yeah. And so she started, so that she got her famous kind of like she can sing. So like she started appearing on Disney Channel soundtracks. And then she had an album, album called Headstrong in tw- uh, 2007. With, I he said, she said, as it's like main song, which I don't remember how he said she I, said went. Do you? Um no but didn't, okay didn't she have that one song that was in that one the, okay it was a wii game thrillville and it was that little mini game oh. called stunt writer and it was like be good to me good to me do you remember that <gasps> yeah. one Wait, was that her yes i do yeah. so yeah be good to me yes 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 um Oh, and then, so, okay, so after she had that, she also produced a documentary about herself, which is interesting. She was in in High School Musical 2, which was filmed. Actually, all the High School Musicals were filmed in Utah, which is interesting. We'll get into that when we cover them. Um, And I didn't know this, but High School Musical 2 was nominated for two Emmys. As it should have been. It was an amazing film. I just was very surprised. A Um, work of art. Yeah. And so then she also became a voice actor for the character Candace on Phineas and Ferb, which is a very popular cartoon on disney channel i wasn't as into that um personally. i watched it um and yeah. actually on on tiktok it's kind of fun because the creator of it and also the voice of doofen schmertz schmertz oh, i did like doofen schmertz yeah he's kind of fun on there and like i don't know it also that's a really move for her that she could do like um like voice acting because like that's yeah. so easy and like a lot yeah. of money because it was a successful show but so good for ashley tisdale i follow her on, on instagram and tiktok yeah, 
Also, I didn't know that she has her own production comp uh, company called Blondie Girl Productions, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and that's produced a lot, which I think I'll get into it. But yeah, so she was in High School Musical 3, and it was released in theaters. And I actually have a confession that I haven't seen it because <gasps> I didn't go see it in theaters. I know. Okay. It's Our actually cousin not was that... an extra in it. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's actually not that good. But um, I can't believe you haven't seen it. <laughs> I, I don't really know why. I think it's just in theaters. I think it just was easier. It was on TV. And then she released well, a second I... album. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think I might have been more anti school musical than you. Is that true or false? I don't know. Yeah. You, you had me. all like, I remember you had like buttons of Troy and you had like posters, posters of um, Troy. We got um, the, um, the game, the board game. It was like seen it, but it was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I made everyone, well, I made everyone play it, like dad included. Like, yeah, and I think fun. we had a high school musical party for high school musical two. Or was it the first one? I don't remember. So um I remember year. for high school musical two, um, we didn't have a party. We just I just made uh everyone in our family watch the premiere. Maybe you were part of it too. I don't know if you were it as It was really an excellent it was really an excellent film. But like, really, yeah, everyone it really watched was. it. But yeah, right. so um in 2010 she was in the CW drama Hellcats, which also Ali Mishaka was in, but it was canceled after one season. Um, she was also, um, executive producer and the star of Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, which I never saw. Um, this was interesting. She was in a CBS pilot produced by Louis C.K., but it was never picked up, which I thought was interesting. She had a very small role in Sons of Anarchy, and there was kind of a lot. She's produced a ton and done a lot of voice work, so I guess if you want to go look her up, she has a lot more accomplishments, but we don't have time, unfortunately. But she's married and pregnant now. And then last... Brenda Song, who plays London. So I thought this was interesting. So after, um, maybe during, but around the time it ended, she was actually accepted to Harvard at the age of 15. So I guess Brenda Song is a genius. I had no idea. Like, oh. I thought that was interesting. But she turned it down because she had a lot going on in her life. I guess her mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, so I feel really bad for her. Yeah. Um, but then she did voice work for American Dragon, Jake Long, which is a cartoon, and I, I didn't really ever watch that. And then she did an online series called London Tipton's Yamey, which I remember hearing about, but I didn't actually watch. (laughs) I didn't know that. Um, I should look it up. Yeah. And then she was in Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, which is an original Disney Channel movie. And she wasn't going to be the lead, but then she started training in martial arts and they decided they wanted her to be the lead. And But to get the role, she had to show that she could break a brick with her hand in her audition. So, but yeah. She was then on Sweet Life on Deck, which we talked about. Um, and then 2010, she was actually in The Social Network with Andrew Garfield and Jesse Eisenberg, which I still I haven't seen that either. And then she had recurring roles on Scandal and New Girl, which I thought was cool, too. And then she's I remember also, New Girl. I remember like the New Girl. I, she was, I think, one of the guy's um, girlfriends, right? I forgot who it was. Uh, but yeah. And then she was in Scandal, which I didn't see. And now she's on Dollface on Hulu, which is actually produced by Mario Robbie's uh, production company. Um, and just fun fact, she was once engaged to Trace Cyrus, who is Miley Cyrus's brother. And I think they have a kid together, but I could be wrong. They don't. They don't. Okay. I think no. that's wrong then. But yeah, so they she's were engaged now, briefly. Well, now she's dating um, Macaulay Culkin. They've been dating for yeah. years. So 2017. I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> kind of an unlikely but yeah. pairing, but I'm happy for them. Yeah. They seem to be doing well. So, uh, but yeah, so now we can start out. I have to say one thing though. Um, when I was looking up Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on Disney plus, I saw that there's a Sweet Life movie. 
Yeah, I haven't seen that before. I'll have to watch it. Maybe I'll it's have to watch that it. Good. <laughs> no, I am assuming also because that was not mentioned in anybody's uh, c- uh, what is it called? C- cinematography or whatever. But yeah. yeah, okay. So we start out at the Tipton. Do you want to lead us into the episode? Yeah, so it's season one, episode 13. Um, so Carrie, uh, Zach and Cody's mom, walks into their shared hotel room, um, the living room. It's messy. She's like, all right, like, what's going on? Why isn't this clean? And then I want to Zach emphasize, Co- too, what she's wearing really fast. What is she wearing? She always has a so, spiky pixie, yes, by the way. Hi- spiky pixie. Has she ever, did she ever have long hair in the series or was it always spi- uh, spiky? Um... It was all- always spiky pixie. Okay. Yeah. So she has that. She's wearing some low rise black pants that have a stripe up the side, a tank top and a cardigan, which looks like a flower, like either a brooch or a flower, like attachment accessory on it, which I remember getting at Old Navy all the time. But yes, continue. Um, So yeah, Cody, I think is like fighting with Zach because Zach scared him again. Um, So basically what they're trying to portray is that um, Zach is kind of like the cool rebel, the ladies man, and Cody is the smart, sensitive one. And he's very fragile Mm -hmm. and very scared all the time, or not all the time, but he's easily scared. I related to him as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. um, And then I kind of forgot what happens after that, but basically they go down to the Tipton Hotel lobby and... Oh, well, hold, hold on. Before we do that, I want to do the theme song really fast. Okay. So um, I also knew the theme song, I realized, after all these years. And again, I want to do the whole thing, but it's, Here I am in your life. Here you are in mine. Yes, we have a sweet life most of the time. And then it continues, and it's, like, cool guys, like, singing. But, yes. So, um, but, yeah. So, Zach, I will, yeah. So, we'll go into the lobby. And so... Zach obviously likes pranking everybody and scaring people and whatever. So Esteban is helping carry the bags of two uh, uh, customers. And then, so I guess Zach has like a fart machine thing. So he makes it sound like Esteban is farting as he picks up the bags and he can't control it. But, um, and then Mr. Mosby comes in and he's like, Esteban, we need to talk about your dietary habits later, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, One thing that I love about Esteban is like, okay, he says, um, like, oh, no, Mr. Mosby, the guesties, no, it's not me. I love <laughs> the guesties. <laughs> like, yeah. But um, anyway, I love Esteban. But, and I also love Mosby because he is, like, a father to London. And I know he can be mm-hmm. annoying sometimes, but I really like him, too. But anyway, yeah. so um, I don't have anything else to add before that, before we jump jump to, like, London saying that there's a ghost in the hotel. Do you have anything for that? Uh, I have one thing. So I want to just go through their outfits again. So Maddie's just wearing her uniform because she works behind, like, the guest, like, the candy counter. Yeah, candy counter. London is wearing a beret and a sweatsuit and, like, white spiky boots. Um, yeah. So she mentions the ghost of Sweet Sir- sweet 613. Yeah, and she's like, no, I saw her there because, like, I went up there one time and I, I was startled, so I dropped my purse. And they're like, yeah, right. And then she's like – or no, Maddie was like – Oh, was there any, have anything in the purse? And then London's like, oh, nothing. Just a regular $1,000 bill that every kid gets for their allowance. And then Maddie, Zach, and Cody, like, rush up to uh, Sweet 613. Yeah. Because they want the money because everyone's poor. <laughs> and uh, yeah. after that, um, so they run into Muriel, who I also love. She's the hotel maid. She's, like, really old, I think. Because remember that flashback episode in the 40s where she's, like, in her 20s? 
Do you remember uh, that one? Kind the, of, yeah. The treasure map or something. Do you remember oh, that at all? Watch it. Yeah, but yeah, so she has like flaming red hair and she's wearing a very similar cardigan to what, um, what's the what Carrie was wearing in the opening scene with the little flower on it. But she was stealing clock radios and DVD players. Which but, I think is um, funny. <laughs> I think so too. She's very funny. Um, but yeah, so they're like, where's room su or suite 613? And she's like, don't go in there. And then, um, so she tells them the story of Irene who haunts the room. So I guess in 1942, so I guess when Muriel was the same age, I don't know. Um, <laughs> she's the same age as Irene, I guess. I don't know. That's interesting. But Irene the ghost, so she was beautiful and rich. She came to the hotel when she was on her honeymoon with her husband. But it was in 1942, so it was right in the middle of World War II. So right after the first night, he had to go to war, and he never came back because he met an Italian lady in Naples and opened a pizza parlor. So mm -hmm. I guess she got so mad, she broke the mirror and was killed by a flying shard or something. Yeah, she threw the hairbrush that her cheating husband gave her. And then, yeah, the mirror, it shattered and killed her. And yeah. after that, um, Muriel's like, good luck. And then she leaves. And yeah. so then they finally arrive to suite 613. Oh, wait, um, really fast. I have a couple things because they see Arwen before, don't they? Uh, yeah, they do. So Arwen shows up and he's wearing, he's holding a plunger and he's wearing um, like a mask, oh, a welding mask. I'm like, Arwen, why are you wearing a welding mask? And he's like, I think he just says like, it's, I don't remember, but he makes a Star Wars reference, LOL. And then he's like, are you, where are you guys going? Like room or suite 613. And he's like, you know what's scarier than a ghost or something? Muriel in a hairnet, LOL. But then he's like, well, I gotta go plunge a toilet in room 620. Coming mother! And so he lives with his mom, which is a plot point as well. But yeah, they get to room suite, six, or, uh, suite 613 and the door opens on its own after they try opening it. And yeah, Maddie's hair is very puffy. Who's this? Maddie's hair. Like, it's just very full because oh. all the layers, all the all the intricate layers and breadths. Involved. I feel as if Maddie were bumpets a few times or like oh. same idea. Didn't we all kind of? Not me. You got one, but <laughs> I did get one. <laughs> I think I only tried to wear it one time, but my hair doesn't have the right texture, so it deflated mm -hmm. so you could see the actual ridge of the bumpet. So Yeah. Okay, so but they yeah. walk in and like everything's covered with sheets. There's like spider webs every cobwebs everywhere, and then there's like gargoyles out on the balcony. And I don't know. So they're just all kind of like scared except Maddie. She's like, there's no ghost like causing weird things to happen. It's like, it's fine. And then Mosby comes in and they're like, he's like, I can hear you guys screaming from down in the lobby. And then they're like, Mosby, have you ever seen the ghost before? And he's like, yes, I have. And then it flashes back to, I think like the seventies, which when he was a bellhop or bellboy, whatever. Bell <gasps> oh, I love boy. this story. Yes. So, well, really fast. Um, I just, there are a couple details I wanted to mention. So yeah, they get into the room. The mirror is right there. That was broken. Right. I think, I don't know if you said that, but then it's like perfectly placed shards on the ground and there are gargoyles. And then they like, they think they hear something, but it's Cody's teeth chattering. He's still scared. And then he keeps leaping into Maddie's arms and they found London's purse, but it's a giant sequin like fringe purse probably from claire's like i know it's supposed to be expensive but come on london um but yeah so this is when mosby gets here and starts telling his story which i really yeah, did so like his flashback i thought it was funny yeah so he said that um so he's a bellhop and this is like back in the 70s we can 
put together from the the disco music and like his bell bottoms and stuff and then um, he said like he was working so hard he got tired and he decided to like go into suite 613 he had heard rumors about it but wasn't sure about it and then uh while he was in there he felt a rush of cold air and smelled pizza and then he was like (laughs) pizza and then he heard irene's voice and I forgot what she said, but then a hairbrush flew into the mirror and Mosby got really scared and he tried running out of the room and then the door closed on him and he bumped into it and fell. And then he said, I forgot what he said, like, oh, oh I if it wasn't for my oh. voluminous fro, I would have gotten like a concussion that day or something like that. Yeah. And then he's like, I was never able to boogie, oogie, oogie again. <laughs> so I don't know. I do like Mr. O- uh, Mosby a lot. Okay. Um but yeah, so Zach just keeps pranking everybody. And honestly, though, I didn't really like Zach in it. I never did. I always liked Cody more because I, I just thought Zach was annoying and obnoxious. Yes. Um, but... I also didn't understand how Zach was like a ladies' man. Or how could a 12-year-old boy be a ladies' man? That's why I, still, I don't understand now. I know it's I guess different when 12, but like, I just, I don't know. It's I don't understand the appeal of Zach like that. Do anyway. you remember when Cody enters that pageant? What is his name as a girl again? I is it like Carissa or Clarissa or something? I don't know. That's a good episode uh, too. Yeah, it is. I'll have to look it up, I guess. I know. um, (laughs) So anyway, yeah, they're going. They're going back home because it's like, okay, well, I guess we like saw the room, whatever. So they get to the the um the back. Zach and Cody get back to their suite, and Zach's like, "Guess what? I bet you can't spend the night. I'll bet you five dollars." And or no, yeah. Well, but first, I thought it was kind of funny. He's like. Cody, you're such a wimp. You even get scared of the elevator. And Co- you were like, sh- you were uh, shaking the elevator even on the ride back up. And he's like, Cody's like, well, the elevator hasn't been ins- inspected in three years. Don't you read the little card? Which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Zach is like, I'll bet you $5 that you're the first one to run out of there if we spend the night um, in the hotel, in the room. And um, so first Cody's like, mom will never let us do it. And so the mom doesn't, but then Zach is like, well, what if Maddie and London also come with us as like babysitters? And then she's like, well, maybe. And then Cody's like, what kind of mother are you? And then she made a joke too. She's like, ghosts aren't real. If they were, my mother-in-law would still be haunting me. Oh. <laughs> LOL. Oh. So it's a deal. So now $5 is at stake, which um, for, I guess, 12 year olds, it's a lot. But um, yeah. so we get to the room. I want to mention Maddie's uh, fashion choice. So... I'm just going to go head to toe. This is very 2000s, but like very prime Disney Channel example. Like Maddie has the prime Disney Channel Channel mistake of over layering at all times. So first of all, she has hair that's like very layered, which was very in at the time. But she has like tiny little ponytails coming out of the top. Like it's a very small, like gathered, like tiny little rubber band area. So it adds even more volume. She's wearing um, a tank top over a long sleeve shirt and then a ton and then a, a knit scarf, which is very unnecessary. I believe she's wearing cargos and then she has lime green Uggs or Fugs. I'm not sure, but just I just, all I, I just wanted to say that that her um, outfit is uh, very interesting. Yeah, and, and then, London is bringing, uh, she has Esteban bring up like a ton of trunks and like luggage for the one night that they're going to stay in that room. Oh, and, and he it's... said he has a hernia, which I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, so he gets in there, and then so they're going to, they're kind of like, okay, well, this should be fine, whatever. And then they see Arwen in the dark eating a sub in the doorway. 
<laughs> and London's like, oh, and he's like, oh, sorry. She's like, oh, like, I don't remember. I think she's like, I just think you're creepy. And he's like, it's okay. A lot of women say that, including mother. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> and he brings in like a ghost detector machine that he made himself. And so he's like, um, if there are any ghosts in here, we'll find out with this. Um, mother's at bingo, so I don't have to be home until 10. And so then, yeah. So this machine is like this, like kind of like, it looks like a vacuum, almost like a floor vacuum of where it's like, um, not like, it's like, it's like separated by two pieces. So, like they have, the, it's like a blow, like a glowing flashing thing. And then he's like a long funnel, which he'll point at the air. So he's like, are there are ghosts everywhere in this room. And so he's like, it's like, panicked or whatever and i do say like i don't think arwen is an ugly man no i think that carrie should give him a chance because he he loves her so much and he's a really nice guy and he's not terrible looking he's not it's just he's a little too intense i think yeah he's a little weird doesn't she go on a date with him or something don't they do they end up together or no i don't know they don't end up together (laughs) oh who does carrie end up with i honestly don't think anyone no no one they kind of forget about her, I think. Yeah. So then they notice that the portrait of Irene. So it's a picture of an, uh, a woman. It's like it's supposed to be old tiny. And she has like black flipped up hair and like a lace dress on. And they notice it's moving. And so then um, I think uh, Cody jumps into um, Maddie's arms and is like, mommy. And anyway, so. But then I don't know where Arwen went. He just disappeared, I guess. Yeah. And Esteban's like, we have to help the ghost cross over. We'll, we'll like do like a thing. And so then, um, I guess to like, I forgot to, do you remember in the show? Like, so there's the Tipton and then St. Mark's hotel, which is like their competitor. Yeah. Um, with, um, with, yeah. uh, Hilda from Sabrina, the teenage witch, she's a manager and she oh, has right. an accent and a mole and she's like, she's like really strict those, yeah. and scary. Yeah, yeah. Those are good episodes. But yeah, so they join at the table and everybody, he's, and then Esteban is wearing like a, a leopard scarf around his head. And he's like, everybody join hands. And then he's like, with each other. And then um, this is what he says, which I really like. <laughs> so I always remember this part too. So they begin, he started to talk to Irene. He goes, ghostly, if I may call you that, speak to us. <laughs> and then do you want to talk about what happens next? um let me look my notes uh is this when he says like because he's trying to channel irene and then irene like takes over his body oh wait hold on one thing though really fast so then maddie's like kind of being a killjoy and is like laughing at him and her chair starts moving and then so they're waiting for him to be like almost possessed but yeah channel him so he's like he starts singing a song and they're like what's happening he's like i am on hold and then <laughs> he's on he's um possessed so he starts doing creepy facial expressions and he goes she's here and then he starts saying like oh a ghosty and then he freaks out and short circuits and then irene starts possessing him so now she is totally in charge of him and so now he's irene and then there's a flying pizza piece in the air because yeah. she hates pizza um and then uh okay let's sorry go ahead um well i just have so the next part so maddie is still being um sassy and she's like i love pizza what are you gonna do about it and then do you remember when esteban makes that face of where he's smiling like it's like a grinch smile (laughs) as irene and And he's all shadowy and he's like Yeah. yeah so maddie gets pulled into the dark and then 
Um, she's like, anybody else? Esteban says this as Irene. Does anybody else have um, anything to say? And then Cody's like, <laughs> not me. I hate pizza. And then um, mentioning the word pizza. And then Blanky, he took Blanky with him. So Blanky starts dancing away into the dark. <laughs> yes, because he, he, yeah. He's a sensitive soul. Um, and then London asks, doesn't she ask, like, hey, like, by chance, do you have my $1,000 bill? And then uh, it doesn't, she get pulled out or something? Yeah. And or, she's like, like I'll take a check. Which I thought was yeah. funny. That was funny. And so then um, I think Zach has only left and he's like, where's Esteban? And she's like, Esteban's gone. And then, so like, all of a sudden, Zach is alone in the room and he's freaking out. And so the picture is kind of moving and talking to him, which we find out later. Um, but like, so the picture's moving and then he, and then oh, this is kind of funny. The picture, Irene leans down through the picture. It's like, got your nose. And he panics. <laughs> and then he sees a dancing skeleton in the dark and it's glow in the dark. And it starts making jokes like, are you hungry? Do you want some ribs? And he's pointing to his ribs. And then he's like, you don't have to lose your head because Zach is like panicking and his head is gone. And then we see the ghost in the sheets and then Zach like is like screaming like Cody was earlier. And then it's revealed that it was all a prank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they find uh, Zach finds out it's a prank because um, everyone's like really fed up with him pulling pranks on them. And I think there's a, okay. So like what, they're like Zach is like you guys are mean and Maddie's like sorry Zach but you did so many practical jokes on us I wanted to show you how it feels and Esteban's like like when you made me the butt of the gassy noises joke most of which were not mine most Arwen of says, which <laughs> Arwen says or when you put itching powder in my coveralls when London says or when you sent me that fake love letter from Orlando Bloom he took out a restraining order against me Zach says I didn't send you any letter Maddie says okay that was me so they're <laughs> all like yeah, a little bit of humor and Orlando Bloom reference because he was really big at that time. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, so that's uh, basically all I have before they leave. Oh, I have a couple more things. Oh, wait, okay. before they leave? Yeah, so I'm done with that part too. But I just have, they run into the hallway and then they see Carrie and she's wearing a dress, which is a dress necklace. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's going to that. Let's post it on Instagram because I can't think of that. Wait, let me. Um, I'll find a picture of it. It's like it's like a okay. halter, but it's like a it's like a choker. It's like I'll, yeah, I'll find a picture of it. I got the idea or like the word dreckless from a Instagram um I follow called the real the real bad necklace or the real bad necklaces, which is supposed to be like Real Housewives, but they mentioned dreckless's because it's like a hideous thing to wear. It's a yeah. uh, necklace with, or a dress with a necklace basically combined. But yeah, so they're in the hallway and then they're like, it's a ghost. Or no, they say like, um, Zach is like, mommy, Cody pranked me. And she's like, good for you, Cody. Um, and then they talk about the ghost and Mr. Mosby's like, like, there's no ghost or whatever. And this person comes out. She's like, what is all the ruckus? And then they're like, it's a ghost. And the Mr. Mosby's like, don't you mean you have to tell her like, there's no ghost. She's like, that's a shame. People would pay extra for a haunted room. And he's like, oh, they mean no ghosts in the hallway. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, and then I just had the ending scene. Do you have anything else? Um, No, I don't think so. Well, so the ending scene, they we forgot that, like, remember how uh, Cody's blankie was lifted up into the air and taken from him? Yeah. So, they go back into the room and then Cody's like, or Zach is like, are you just trying to prank me again? Are you sure you left Blinky? And then Cody's like, 
listen, I don't kid when it comes to Blinky. <laughs> and then this woman comes out who looks like the portrait of Irene. And she's like, is this yours? And they're like, oh, yeah. And then they see that she disappears back into the portrait. So we're left with thinking that the ghost is actually real in the in a suite 613. Yeah. And then and that's it's... the end of it. Yeah. Um, I don't have any other announcements. Uh, I think that... Um... When is Halloween? Is that that's not next week, is it? No, I think it's, it's two weeks. weeks. I think it's like this it. Saturday, but two weeks. I think. Oh, okay. Not, yeah, oh, no, so... it's, it's not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. I think <gasps> that's so weird. Okay, well, do you have any? Um, are you going to dress up or anything? Um, I am. So we actually are going to a Halloween party for my husband's friends, and so. We weren't sure what to do. I do like dressing up, but it is like kind of a hassle and I didn't want to spend a ton of money. So we're going to be, I got like a, a cheap shark costume off Amazon and then Mitch is going to be, oh, sorry. <laughs> we just say his name. But so we saw Jaws, um, we watched Jaws recently. So he's going to be Captain, I think Captain Quince from it. And then I'm going to be um, Jaws, the shark. Jaws. Yeah. yeah, whatever her name is. I don't know. <laughs> And I then <laughs> I just got, I got a stuff from a thrift store and then I'm just going to, I was going to put gray makeup for like his um, facial hair. And then I'm going to make a fake knife, like a fishing knife with like cardboard and aluminum foil. And then that's our costume. Very nice. simple. But that's kind of yeah. it. So. That's cool. But yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't have any other announcements. Um, I think we'll just keep having the two episodes a week. Um, you can follow us. Uh, let me get our socials up here at um evening in the odds podcast and on twitter at evening in odds and if you ever want to email us for some reason if you would like to be a guest on our podcast on an episode or if you have any uh i don't know any requests or anything our email is evening in the odds at gmail.com um do you have anything else that you want to add before we sign off um no just i guess thank you for listening every everybody tell your friends about us you know yeah <laughs> um, so we've had over 100 listens so i mean and we're, i think we're almost at 100 followers or something so yeah we're like so one like, away from yeah so thank you to everyone who's been listening um we've appreciated it uh it's been fun and hopefully we are a, so a source of joy and especially during uh, the month of October. I, I hope that we've been giving you some satisfying uh, recaps of spooky films and episodes. Well, this episode, yeah. but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed yeah. it and thank you for the support. Yeah. And that's all I kind of have to say. Me too. So thank you for listening to another episode of evening in the odds and have a great rest of your day. Bye. 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 <laughs>